all verses and this is my podcast and this is my podcast that was smooth and this is my podcast today guys in other words you're an emotionally unavailable life-floating piece of <laughs> i literally don't know why i'm laughing there what the heck i mean you know how many people listen to this and move to Brazil point. and become an exotic dancer. The point is we deserve someone who knows how to love us. Thank you, LFFD, all verses, and this is my podcast. Podcast, the podcast. Welcome back to the LFFD series. I'm so not used to not saying the intros of every episode on every episode. So it's crazy, honestly. But I really do hope that you guys appreciate the intro I placed for us. I'm really proud of it. So I really hope you like it. Anyways, today we're just going to dive into the second episode of the second season. It's crazy. How did we get here? How? Crazy. Crazy. Who would have thought? Look, I'm thinking about us, a meme, but anyways, today's episode is Lost. I know why I said lost, like it's a good thing, but lost. I feel like everybody knows, because in the beginning, I think the first episode of this whole journey was sad romantic. I am a sad romantic. Anything that would make me cry, anything that ends with death and it's sad and I will have to just question reality in life. Now there you could see me. I I don't cry. It's very hard for me to cry. But like having I do this thing where I pretend like I'm crying and it gives me so much joy. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, I love sad books, sad movies, sad songs. That is that is what I love. Yeah. And it's okay. And I love that. I'm proud of that. Moving on to why I went through all of that is I can um two weeks ago I don't is it two weeks precisely I don't know if it's precisely two weeks but weeks ago I was I was on public transport and here I was with nine strangers in this moving vehicle and I was crying and I was trying to act all good I know. I know most of the people knew I was crying, but I was like in my head pretending like nobody knew but me. So I was, and all, I was just crying because I was, I was finishing this beautiful book called A Thousand Boy Kisses by Tilly Cole. And if you've read it, you'd know the ending was, oh my God, bizarre. At first, it took me a while to finish the book because it was just annoying at first, honestly, Tilly Cole. I don't know what you did at the beginning. At the at the beginning, it was kind of nice, but then it got to... It, I'm, this episode is not about Tilly Cole, but I was crying. And in the last chapters, I read that life is fragile. Yet in that fragility, there's strength. There's love. There's purpose. It reminds us that life is short. That our breaths are numbered and our destiny is fixed, regardless of how we fight, how hard we fight. And all I could feel was so much of the losses I've had, especially last year, 2021. I like writing. 
I find myself saying that very often now. Sometimes I feel like um, I'm saying it to convince myself that I actually do like writing, but I think I do. I don't only like it, I love it. And I've always had a dramatic life, honestly. And it's and I feel like everybody honestly has a dramatic life and probably it's because I am who I am. I'm a very I'm a very extra person. I'm dramatic. I know that. I come from a very dramatic family, but that's why probably it's very um visualized and more emphasized for me. I have always wanted to live a fairy tale. I can remember when I was um I think about 13, 12, 13, 14, I used to, I used to, I think I said it in one of my episodes that I had um, this um, imaginary friends and fantasies about Jace Norman and I thought I would marry him and yeah, <laughs> I'm, don't laugh, well you can laugh but I don't care, when I was 13 I used to main character myself, I will play out this dashing life, sometimes I was a rock star and other days i was a princess pirate yeah fuck you i don't care what you think yeah i was boiling with them captain hook so i don't know what you say but i can remember vividly i can't actually remember vividly but i can remember there was this one story it's actually one i think it takes the crown of one of my like craziest imaginations and fantasies i was this long 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 lost daughter i think it was either i was a long lost daughter of a spanish king and i was heir to the throne i think he was spanish or french i don't know but or i married someone that was french and i was spanish crazy crazy and i think all because i think it was spanish because at that time i had this like um i was a geek for those telemundo stuff you know my heart before lola dynasty. yes i it's spanish it's spanish because i even learned a little bit of spanish the um, this just come this um actually i have to come out clean lffd now i tell people that it's love freedom fierceness of a diamond yeah but the original, the OG, came from Spanish. It was La Fuerte, La Fuerte Feroz Doña. And it, mean, it meant, um, or oh, it means me, it means the strong something something Doña, the strong fierce. And I was watching this, this um, show, this telenovela called Iron Ruth. And they used to call her La Doña. And I was like, I want to be a Ladonia. So that is where the LFFD came from. But because I had to grow up, and then I'll explain to people, and they'll be like, that's crazy. So I just see the, and then in my head, I was like, what could go with this LFFD? And I came up with love, <laughs> love freedom, and freshness of a diamond. So, yes, I am a scam. But I don't care. I have made it already. <laughs> i don't even have two k followers on my instagram i've not made it but anyways all of that all of the imagining the the fantasy all of that was to teleport myself out of this world but now i'm older things are getting more choked up time flies so fast now i have no time to 
it would do all of that. I don't get enough time to do all those day daydreaming and it's not only daydreaming, it was actually a world for me that I loved. Feeling is very hard for me. Sometimes I feel like honestly I purposely make it hard for myself to feel. Probably because I don't know anything other than fantasies and not real things because I'm used to avoiding reality I'm used to not feeling so the only time that I'm forced to see reality I can't I can't run away from it is when the people that make me love this life leave um all I do with my life all the time is you know how an ostrich hides it's very ridiculous very stupid <laughs> it's huge I hope I hope all of you have seen like a real life ostrich close to you if like it's they are huge even eggs are humongous they are huge birds and they would literally bore their head and they have like just tiny heads compared to their whole big body and ass. And then you bury their small head in the soil. And because they can't see anything else, they feel like everybody outside cannot see them. That's what I ignorantly do with the most scariest and big and terrifying and real things in my life. I ignorantly burrow my head in the soil which is of imagining and ignoring the real thing and painting a fantasy, a fictional life. Even though I know it's coming, I can't, I can't run away from it. I'll have to come out of that soil and I'll have to see it. And people can see my ass. <laughs> I don't I don't know why it sounded bad <laughs> when I said that but yes so when I can't the only time yes when I reach for the soil to bury my little ostrich head with my long ass ostrich neck just about to hit the soil I find out that it's concrete I can't run away from it that's death the death of someone i love i always tell my best friend that i hope i die first and he hates it all of them all of them don't i always like i talk about death so often because honestly i am manifesting my own death and yeah and that is dark and that is like very bad to talk about but all the death talks are not because I'm suicidal or anything, but it's just to convince death that I'm more familiar with him. Like, we, we, I should be the one he calls before anyone that I love. And yes, it's stupid, it's dark, it's, but I don't know, that is just the plain truth with me. Here I am. It's like I'm there standing 
with everything i'm breathing my heart is breathing i can feel the breeze the breeze in my face i can can eat without the people who taught me the beauty in eating in breathing in the breeze in the soil in everything when my best friend lost her dad i was it, it was bad it was scary and not only because yeah definitely i i love the man he is a beautiful amazing man he was like my father and all of that but because i would have to see her mourn him feel that it was times too and then i don't know it's it's uh, it's beyond me so life leaves and then there's death a bunch of died in my in my eyes i tell you a bunch of died in my life i've come so close to dying myself here yeah. but somehow my heart still beats because somehow somewhere i'm so worthy of life life hurts and then there's heartbreak god the heartbreak that comes with the loss and grief of someone of mourning someone crazy i think the closest the latest death that i've had was my cat i think a lot of people that know me know fendi my cat um i didn't get time to grieve i i don't grieve actually now that i actually think about it i have I think that's the whole essence of this book, this episode because I have been keeping and bottling up a lot of them <laughs> and then a few weeks in that car in the most random places with strangers I tell you I blew up because I was forced to see real life I had to go out of my bubble. I have to go out of the sand, of the soil and anything. And that's very inconvenient. Thank God. I didn't nobody like talked to me so in my head I'm still thinking that nobody saw me crying actually. But yeah. And for so much like so long I've protected others. I've looked after people. I've put myself say behind for others i've learned to suppress all i have to say and all i have felt somehow it's what i thought i'd never have that i have having someone to take care of me talk for me understand me without me talking because that's the hardest thing about and i find that in some people and they go and they leave and down <laughs> so the whole essence is we all i've known i know you have gone through something you have lost someone and boy a podcast will not heal you it's won't do but i just hope 
you grieve grief doesn't have an expiry date look at me i'm mourning the things that have happened early 2021 in 2022 i'm mourning things from 2016 my when my grandma died i didn't cry i'm mourning her now so it doesn't have an expiry date but you just have to know i'm not saying after that you have to just you miss them still miss every one of them and that's part that's when you know yeah but when you miss them and you know and you hope they're in a better place and you make peace with it and you know it's not about you it's not about you you're not a main character i'm not a main character like i wanted to be in my pirate um barbie movie fantasies They were main characters of their own lives. And they left. And you too, me too, we will leave one day. And hopefully, I don't know, the whole thing I'm trying to make sense is I am going to grieve and be better and find their death better so that the people that I leave behind Um, find it better to heal when I'm gone because I don't want anybody that I love to feel so much pain when I leave I hope it makes sense though so yeah I'm doing to them what I want to do, to happen with me and well that that is it actually i think <laughs> um and all of that i said to myself last year that i write everything i feel so i don't gaslight myself so i don't try to bury myself on there or you know ignore them so i did um i've been stalling to do this podcast for a while i know it it has been overdue but i get it's time it has to be done like your grief, like you letting people go. And sometimes grief doesn't have to be with death, yeah. People that we lost, even though they're alive. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I ain't gonna do this anymore. You <laughs> you guys are having too many part of me, but yeah, yeah. That one is for another episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I can't believe I finally did this. And I'm happy with it. And I hope you guys find a little bit of solace and happiness. And find your, a, pay, a place in this podcast for yourself to relate to. And yeah. I want to say thank you to all of you who have taken your time to listen to so many minutes of a crazy ass person talking but I really appreciate you and I hope you have a beautiful beautiful week or weeks and take care of yourself and be kind to yourself and others too bye I think you have a poem but bye hello i'm amine Benzer. okay it's just oh my god we all know i'm amine Benzer. well <laughs>
is yeah all that imagining all that um oh my god i'm going to kill you i'm going to kill you this stuff is even oh god a thousand kisses bye <laughs> <laughs> Mornings. I've never really liked mornings. They scare me. They remind me that my heart is still beating. They say I'm not supposed to hate that. When the night leaves, I'm never quite the person everyone knows. Just the real me, the bruised me. God knows my mind's a wild stallion, so I tame it. At least I pretend to. I cover up my scars and blink faster till the sun sets. Till it's dark and I can finally be in my blood. I never liked mornings for so many more reasons. But one is because I've never truly known what the fuss was all about.